Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, everyone, to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm James. And I'm Jess. And we wanted to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. We Um, made it. We did we? (laughs) Mostly. 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 (laughs) Um, We wanted to share our Patreon exclusive episode with you to get um kind of a glimpse into what we give our patreon members yeah um we thought this episode would be really good because i know many of you have probably started new year's resolutions and want to know where they even came from and how to maybe keep them and james tells us all about it yeah yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just a little taste of um, what you'll get if you do join our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash sit for a spell pod. Um, yeah, we wanted to, we figured, why not? It's a new year. Maybe you're looking for something fun, a little something, something for mm-hmm. yourself. Um, so that's what, so what we got going on today. Yeah. So please enjoy. Happy New Year. And if you Happy feel so inclined, come join us. Join that Patreon. Yeah. All right. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. Welcome to your December bonus episode. Welcome. Hello. Yes. Hello. Thank you for being so patient with us. Mm-hmm. It's the holidays and time is slipping through our fingers. Yes. We're getting this one so. in right under the wire. Um, <laughs> so it will be, a but we are New Year's Day or not New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. So, New Year's um, Eve, Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve. If you're gonna stay home, wonderful. If you're not, wonderful, be safe, bundle up. It's cold, it's cold, it's cold. yeah. Stay safe, wear a mask. Um, that's another favorite thing of mine about masks. I really enjoy masks. And one of the things I really enjoy is that it keeps my face warm. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. So my sister sent me a TikTok. I love it. Because we were watching, we weren't watching, we were just talking about, I was like, I had seen it. Hold on. Pure Jessica Mm -hmm. rant. Start over. I'm sorry. So (laughs) let me make this make sense. We were watching a TikTok about the waste of reusable masks right with like schools and everything and I was like oh I need to switch over to back to my fabric mask because it's just so easy to like pull a reusable one you know especially at work and um, a disposable one exactly and so my sister sent me this other TikTok where a guy had a candle and he was blowing through the masks because you know if you can blow out a candle with your mask then your mask is not effective right and he did, like, an Old Navy mask, a homemade mask from Etsy, a, like, two other store masks, like, fabric ones, you know. And they weren't mm-hmm. blowing out the candle. They weren't blowing out the candle. The Old Navy one, it kind of, like, waved around a little bit, but it, like, stayed. And then the the medical mask blew it out in a second, just gone. And he was so shocked. And, like, I was like, oh, no. Oh, wow. 
So just another. I've been to, um, uh, not. I've been wearing N95s again, and then at work at Disneyland, um, they provide us with masks. But I've been wearing a medical mask underneath. Oh, nice! Um, it up. This is like a double. Yeah. Um, and I can definitely tell nothing's getting in or out of that baby because it's a little suffocating. But at least I know I'm safe because. Four people in the past week have tested positive at my job that I work closely with, and I just got tested yesterday, and I am negative. Still, hopefully, knock on wood. That's, that's not wood. None of this is wood. I don't. There's no wood around me, but you know what I mean. Yes, I do. Um, and yeah, hopefully it's. But I am vaxxed and boosted, so I'm sure that has something to do with it too. And everyone at Disneyland is vaxxed anyway. It's a requirement. So, I don't yes. know. It's strange. It's very strange. But um, I spoke to three of them because they are like my work buddies. Mm-hmm. And they all said they have very minor symptoms like sniffles and maybe some like sinus pressure. And maybe one of them has a cough. But he said it's mostly from like the phlegm more than like his lungs. Yeah. Know? And that's um, that's just like benefits of the vaccine because the scary yeah. part of getting covid at this point, especially if you're vaccinated and boosted, um, is just these like mild symptoms and like maybe your body is just going to react differently. You got, might get a little bit more sick, but if you didn't have the vaccine, the really scary part is the long lasting effects that people are experiencing now. Like they're mm, all out of this. Like months long. Yeah. Years long. Like people who got it at the beginning are still The long COVID. And it's like your taste buds are completely different. Your sense of smell is completely different. You're like. It, uh, your stamina. Yeah. Like your like lungs. everything. Because when you get pneumonia, your lungs are never the same. Right? And so I've yeah, had pneumonia. I can attest to that. Yeah. 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 And um, it's the same with COVID because it, it's respiratory. It hits your lungs. Right? And your lungs are just never the same. And like, oh, I just feel so bad for these people that I hear on TikTok. Like, there's this one girl who, like, only eats chocolate chip cliff bars and, like, this one particular mm. yogurt because everything else tastes like literal like, poop. And, it's, and she hasn't had COVID so in, like, scary. almost a year. I feel so bad. Oh, man. It's horrible. That's scary. So that's the scary part to me. Because I'm a relatively healthy person, even though I like to think I'm not. And, like, I'm just worried about the long-term effects. So, just, you know. Yeah. Vaccinations and boosted. Just be safe. If you do get it, it's just going to be an inconvenience to your life at this point. So. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Just get the vaccine if you can and get boosted when you can. And just wear a mask and be safe and stay home as much as you can and get tested. But you heard us. I mean, we had a get together. Yeah. We had a get together for Christmas. But we all, I mean, we all are being safe. And I got tested and Mm -hmm. I got tested after. And my whole family got tested before we got together. And we're Mm -hmm. all vaccine boosted. It's like being as safe as you can. Like there's no 100%, but. Yeah. Just doing what you can, but yeah, and we're you getting know. together. Yeah. Again You've heard us rant, and I'm gonna definitely get tested for that one for sure. For sure. Well, now that we've thoroughly bummed everyone out, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, today, since it's the end of the year, I thought we could talk about the history and the origins of New Year's resolutions. That's exciting. Let's do it. And where they where they come from. And then also a little bit at the end about how to maybe keep your resolutions if it's something that you do. And then maybe we can talk about some of our resolutions mm-hmm. if we have any. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. Here we go. Um, sources today, history.com, trafalgar.com, and almanac.com. Okay. So New Year's resolutions, they go back pretty far, about 4,000 years, um, to the ancient Babylonians. So these are just the first recorded celebrations of the New Year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were before that, but this is just the first like written record we have of it. Yeah. And... Also, their new year took place in mid-March, so not in January, because that's when they planted their crops. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's when they held a huge 12-day religious festival known as Akita, and they would crown a new king or reaffirm their loyalty to their reigning king. They would make promises to their gods. They would basically just, like, celebrate making it through another winter. Mm -hmm. Um, the promises they made to their gods, they would say, like, um, I promise to return any anything that I've borrowed, like um, farm tools or money. Um, they would promise to pay off their debts. Um, they would promise to just sort of, like, start the new year clean and go into the new year, like, you know, blank. Yeah. If they kept their word, they believed that the gods would show them favor in the upcoming year. But if they didn't keep their word, they would fall out of favor with their gods. And all sorts of things could happen. Their crops could die. Their family members could die. You know, floods, famine, Mm -hmm. all that. Like, they really thought that um, these, these resolutions would please or upset the gods. Mm. Um, ancient Romans also had a similar practice. So um, Julius Caesar, who was probably arguably the most famous Caesar mm-hmm. um, of Rome, Very. he changed around the calendar to establish January 1st as the beginning of the year. This was around 46 BC. Yeah. And um, January is named after the two-faced god Janus or Janus and they he chose Janus because um, they're two faced. They have literally like faces one behind the other. Mm-hmm. Like there's no back of the head. Yeah, like I've seen like um, artwork and stuff. Yeah, uh, if you've ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there is a whole episode about this person. Ooh. And um, think of it like um, Harry Potter, like Voldemort on the back of Professor Quirrell's head. Yeah. Like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. Um, and symbolically, this represents looking into backward into the previous year to see what you were up to, and looking forward into the upcoming year to see what you would like to improve on. Yeah. So during this time, they offered sacrifices. They um, to. Janus, 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 um, they made promises of good conduct for the year to come. So um, Janus was also the guardian of gates and doors again because of the two 
faces thing. Mm-hmm. He presided over temples in peace where doors were opened only during wartime. And it was a place of safety where new beginnings and new resolutions could be forged. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one article I read said that January being the first of the year makes sense for Europe and North America because that's when the active harvest season has passed. Mm-hmm. It's when, you know, you're, you're, you're celebrating all your holidays, you're, you've done your harvest, and, like, now is the time to sort of start anew and look forward into the, yeah. the new year. So it makes sense for the northern hemisphere, sort it of. It does. It does. Um. New Year's resolutions were also made in the Middle Ages. Knights would renew their vow to chivalry by placing their hands on a live or roasted peacock. Mm. Hopefully live. Um, They called this the peacock vow, and it would take place at the end of the year, and they would make a resolution to maintain their knighthood values. So knights had to live by, like, really specific codes. They did. Like, codes. Very specific codes. yeah, so they would sort of use this time to say, like, hey, I'm in it for, like, renewing their um, membership to being a knight. Mm-hmm. By the time early Christians came around, the tradition about looking back um, at one's mistakes and resolving to do, it became more about um, resolving to do better religiously in the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. So in, in 1740, there was an English clergyman called John Wesley. He was the founder of Methodism. He created something called the Covenant, Covenant, sorry, the Covenant Renewal Service, which was held on New Year's Eve. It was also called the Watch Night Service. And you would go and have like a midnight mass kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you would read scriptures and sing hymns and... They sort of saw it as an alternative to the sort of um, really rambunctious and maybe, quote unquote, sinful celebrations that were being held at that time of year, like partying, dancing, drinking, smoking. Mm -hmm. This was sort of an alternative to that. And um, this is especially popular these days in Protestant churches. And they're also um, still being held to this day, these midnight masses on New Year's Eve. Nice. Which I had no idea about, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. So, even though these resolutions started with religious roots, most people who make resolutions today don't really hold a lot of religious practice to it. Most people make promises not to gods, but to ourselves mm-hmm. for like self improvement yeah. and things like that. They're mostly health focused. Um, a lot of that is because of the um, overindulgence during Christmas or the holiday season. And symbolically, New Year, the New Year is a good time to sort of wipe the slate clean and start fresh. There was a, there was a study um, done that showed at least 40% of people in the U.S. make New Year's resolutions and 22% of people in the U.K., make resolutions Hmm. Um, research shows that 80% of people break their resolutions by the first week of February and only 8% are successful in in achieving their goals at all. Mostly thanks to unrealistic expectations, Mm -hmm. which is a little depressing. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I don't think I've ever fear not. <laughs> I don't think I've ever <laughs> fear not. Okay, I have some tips for you on how to perhaps keep your resolutions. And okay. if you don't even like the word resolutions, because New Year's resolutions can have like bad uh, connotations or associations yeah. with it, people mm-hmm. can call can think it's cheesy or most people will say my news resolution is to do this they'll be like you'll never do it you know so most people think of resolutions as of a way like fixing a problem or abstaining from something Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be um and if you don't like the word resolution guess what resolutions are just intentions Mm -hmm. and we love intentions around these parts okay love and intention so like most intentions you should give yourself give yourself time to reflect on what it is you're setting forward and your intentions Mm -hmm. set small goals give yourself grace when it doesn't go perfectly because guess what things are not going to go perfectly they're just not Mm -mm. it's just how the world works so here's some tips um, on how your resolutions can be a little more achievable in the long run. Okay? okay. So try to avoid using words, negative words. So words like quitting or stopping. So instead of saying, I want to stop biting my nails, you can say, I really want my nails to grow. Oh, I like that. And that's that. one way to, to reframe mm-hmm. your thinking. Um, and that can work for anything. Yeah. You know, just what, think of what it is and think of, don't think of what you want to stop. Think of what you want to achieve by stopping that behavior. Yeah. So, um, number two, setting aside time to reflect, take time out of every week or so to check in with your goals. You can journal, you can take pictures. If you do want your nails to grow, take pictures of your nails every week so you can see the difference mm-hmm. and don't expect it all to happen at once. Journaling or Recording really helps to show you, um, like, your progress, even if it's slow. Yeah. Um, Number three, keep it simple. Set one or two goals. Don't don't set, like, a whole list of 50 goals. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start slow, and then you can build from there. And then next we have pick something that will make you feel better. Yeah. Um, I think this is one that we tend to not... Uh, think about Mm -hmm. so don't focus on what you think you should be doing or what you think society tells you you should be doing yeah if you want to change something for your own health or your own well-being or your own mental health focus on that and that will help you stick to your goal love it the the next one which i really love is make it specific and make it measurable so this the example that they gave here was instead of saying, I want to be more helpful, say, try, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to help the needy by signing up for the food pantry each month. Mm. So that's very specific and mm-hmm. very measurable. Yeah. Did you sign up for the food pantry? Did you go? Did you have to skip a month? Did you know? That'll help you check your progress every, yeah. every month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, next would be consider your obstacles. Um, this is a personal one. 
if you want, if you have daily medication you need to take or vitamins you want to take, but you are a forgetful person like the two of us are, yep. consider getting something like a pill box, seven day pill box, or set timers on your phone, mm-hmm. set timers when you need to refill your pill box, set timers when you need to renew your prescriptions, you know, things like that. <clears throat> Think about the things that could get in the way and come up with a plan to overcome those things before they come in your way yes okay next make it realistic and time sensitive so plan for a month or a week or a day at a time um like if you're setting a long-term goal like one day i want to retire like okay but that's very that's decades from now so instead of that being your goal your goal can be, okay, well, every month I'm going to set aside X amount of dollars from each paycheck to go towards my retirement. Yes. And something like that is easily trackable. Yes. You could also set up a budget to, to show what am I excess spending on and um, how can I change those things as well. Yeah. If that's something, if um, I don't know if anyone are generation or younger will ever retire but you know no <laughs> let's not go down that rabbit hole i can tell you the answer <laughs> is no yeah <laughs> uh, the next one is create incentives so if your goal is to be more present say you say um like if you have a child okay i want to be more present in my child's day i'm going to set aside a half an hour every day where there's no phones no screens no tv nothing um for 30 minutes every day or 30 minutes once a week or whatever it is, set that time aside. And if something happens where you do try to take out your phone, you you do turn on the TV, you do turn on a screen or whatever it is, maybe you have to like put a dollar in a jar. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the month, you use that money from the jar to buy something nice for someone or do something nice for someone or buy a gift card for your mailman or something, you know, like, Something you can set it up that way, whatever it is you want to yeah. do. Um, next is um, support. Ask your friends, your family for help. There's lots of join. There's lots of groups you can join, subreddits you can join, Facebook groups, um, apps, yeah. Twitter, everywhere. Social media can be very toxic, but can it also it can also be very comforting if you find the right people. Yeah. So. Um, there are others who are trying to achieve the same goal and have um, knowledge to help you achieve your goal. So, yeah. and also having someone to keep you accountable makes like a big difference. Someone to keep you in check, sure. keep you accountable. And then you don't feel so lonely or overwhelmed. And maybe you have, maybe something feels really overwhelming to you and there's a quick fix to it. And somebody knows that. Yeah. And lastly, don't be too hard on yourself. No. Okay. So give yourself a break if you slip up. Mm-hmm. But if you slip up often, maybe reconsider your resolution instead of continuously beating yourself up. So say you wanted your resolution was you wanted to take a 20 minute walk five days a week, mm-hmm. but you just like, you can't seem to get it done for yeah. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe scale it back and say, okay, I want to take a 20-minute walk three days a week. And, you know, go from there. You can Then you can increase it or decrease it, you know, depending on what works and what doesn't work for you. But the whole, I think 
a lot of times we, especially because, again, of social media, we see like the perfection thing. We let perfection get in the way of progress. Mm-hmm. So like you think to yourself, like, if I'm not doing this perfectly, then what's the point? And then you stop. Yeah. So like, I mean, say, I mean, guilt, I'm guilty of that too. It happens all oh, the time. 100%. 100%. It's a big, big, big thing I work on in therapy is what my therapist called uh, giving myself grace. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard yeah, to do. Just, it is very hard to do. Um, she once asked me if I would talk to a friend the way I talk to myself. And it's really like changed my mindset. Mm-hmm. That's um, that. Yeah. That um, if you wouldn't say the things that you're saying to your friend, then why would you say them to yourself? Yeah. Like if your friend messed up, would you talk down to them and call them stupid and yeah. lazy? And, you know, I was like, oh, she's like, you have to be a friend to yourself, too. Like mm-hmm. you have to be your own friend. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you're right. So that helps a lot. It does. So the final point I want to make here is your resolutions are supposed to be fun and about self-improvement and not about punishing yourself for eating too much in the holidays, whatever that means, or, you know, mm-hmm. being lazy or not reading enough or being on your phone too much, whatever. It's supposed to be something fun yeah. and something that you want to achieve, not something you're punishing yourself for. Yeah. So um, make your goals about wellness and health and not about like restricting yourself from things Mm -hmm. make them about improvement Mm -hmm. and not about abstinence and if it doesn't work out then you should be prepared to sort of let that go let that happen gracefully just don't beat yourself up about it just let it go if it doesn't work it's not worth all the the pain of it it's for it because you didn't lose 15 pounds you know like it's not not at all. It's not worth your mm. mental health. Um, but yeah, that's New Year's resolution, uh, the h- brief history of it. Love and it. some tips on how to keep yours. And I don't know, I figured that would be something fun for you all to, to hear about. But do you do New Year's resolutions, Jess? I kind of do. Just because... I- I'm one of the many, many people who um, have just, like, stopped because you never, like, meet <laughs> them. Because um, before, when I was younger, I'm only 35. No, I'm not even 35 yet. I'm 34. <laughs> I'll be 35 in April. Um, I would do, like, okay, I want to lose this amount of weight, or I want to eat better, or I want to do this, or I want to do that, right? Yeah. So the weight thing this year is out the window. Fuck it. Gone. Okay. We're not doing <laughs> it. Um, not even going to try. I think I'm just going to, like, one of my goals is to just kind of, like, be better to myself. Like, be mindful of myself. Um, mm-hmm. I have an Apple Watch. So I think I'm going to, like, watch what my average work week looks like on, like, all of the little, like, you know, the Apple Watch fitness yeah. circle thingies. So I'm going to see yeah. what my average week is and then kind of like bump it a little bit higher for all of them and then just like set that goal because that's like really attainable because my watch yells at me, right? 
So don't even mm-hmm. have to think about it. Watch will do it for me. And yeah, I really want to be more like present, especially like with Luke, you know? <clears throat> so like, yeah, not being on my phone as much when I'm home, like things like that. And then, um, another yeah. one, uh, I really want to, um, do a book bullet journal. So like, Mm, okay. essentially cataloging all the books I read because so I nursed my son and in the last nine months that I've been nursing um I've read like so many books like so many so <laughs> I want to backlog those because like I forget because I'm reading so much um yeah I want to backlog those but I want to make like a really pretty burlet journal. And I think it would be really good practice to do a burlet journal. Cause I've always wanted to do like a regular one. Um, yeah. and I have journals and stuff. So that's like my big kind of like hobby goal, I guess, but that's just my ADHD yeah. brain talking and we'll see how I feel next week. <laughs> <laughs> now those are good. And those are all measurable and attainable mm-hmm. and you can break them down even smaller and, get them done yeah so we'll see yeah because the the book journal like once getting it set up and getting it backlogged will take like the most time but then yeah it will really only take a few minutes every time I start and finish a book you know so it'll be like a nice like little I don't know 10-15 minutes to myself to like update it and like do things throughout the week you know so I yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll That'll be nice. Yeah. That's that's a fun one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think that's another problem is our our ADHD brains yeah. keep us from I don't know from if you've ever seen doing those, these things sometimes. Yeah, those ADHD TikToks where it's like these are the signs that you have ADHD and I'm like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And then one yeah. of the big ones is like you have a drawer or a box or a shelf that has like all of your like unfinished projects or hobbies. And I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. That one hit deep. <laughs> like it's my whole house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, the big have, one that I saw that really like got me th- got me thinking about it was um <clears throat> was the executive dysfunction one mm. where like you know you have stuff to do and you're just like paralyzed like you're sitting in bed watching tv or on your phone and you're just like I should go do that thing like I have to do that thing I should get up and do that thing and you just Absolutely. like don't nope I'd rather watch that's my big 45 thing. minutes of tiktok instead of going to wash the bottles that I need to do yeah. And so I have to do it. Or it's not even, it's not even like, I, it's not even like a preference. It's just like, a, it's like, feels like it's frozen. Like you just, yeah. yeah, you just can't. Uh, so, yeah. I like the, um, one of my resolutions is to be more present. Um, I did decide to like set aside time, like every, um, like a few times a week, like with no screens for my son. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll be a good one. Yeah. 
Um, I do want to start working out again because I do feel much, much better when I'm working out consistently. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to set it to twice a week. Um, There was a point where I was working out like four or five days a week, but I don't want to start there. I want to start like maybe twice a week. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe one day like cardio, one day strength training. Because when I was strength training last year, I felt really good. Like I felt really strong and I really liked that. So I think I'm going to try doing that. Um, See, this is a trigger warning if you have problems with, um, if you have weight uh, triggers, um, but I'm going to talk about weight loss for a minute. Um, I, I do have a certain weight that I like to sit at that makes me feel the most comfortable and confident and Mm -hmm. um, like my healthiest. So I know a lot of people have issues or um, like a uh, complicated relationship with like, um, what is it, what is it called? Uh, scales. Yeah. But I really love my scale. Um, it, I really enjoy seeing the numbers change on my scale and when I measure myself as well. And um, I, I, I enjoy that part of it. And I, I can do it without I've taught myself how not to become obsessed with it, I think. Yeah. So I it that feels like tracking progress to me. Um and I know that doesn't work for everyone and I know that the the number on the scale like doesn't define anything. It's just something that works for me and something that I enjoy. Yeah. So I don't have a number. Um, there is a number I do want to get to just because in the past, I know in this certain range of like five or 10 pounds, I just feel good. Yeah. And that's just where I want to get to. Um, and on the vanity side, like I'm starting to date again and mm-hmm. I want to feel confident mm-hmm. and I want to feel, you know, my best. And so, you know, that's just, that's the vanity side of it. But, um, yeah. also mentally, it makes me feel good mentally. Oh, absolutely. To just, I want to, f- I want to feel that like strength that I had when I was strength training and, um, I missed that part of it. So I am going to definitely get back to that. And like the boxing, yeah. we used to box a lot and I missed God, that I too, because so I much. felt really strong doing that too. I, um, I luckily, and I know I'm, I should be, and I am very grateful for being able to nurse my son for as long as I have been. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm the lowest weight I've been in like three years because of it. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. he's literally like eating me. So it's great. And um, <laughs> so I haven't really been worried about that. Like if anything, my clothes are too big. I don't know. Is that a subtle brag? I don't know. I haven't done nothing to earn it, but, but my appearance, you had a child. That's true. (laughs) My appearance, my appearance has suffered. So like while you were talking, another one of the things that I always try to do at the new year is like make myself presentable for work. (laughs) Mm, That lasts not very long. (laughs) because <laughs> I yeah I try so hard because my hair it's like it's very big if you've seen pictures of me if you've been on our lives you've seen my hair and it's very unruly so it takes a lot of effort if I'm gonna just leave mm-hmm. it alone and let it be that takes a lot of effort even though it doesn't look like mm-hmm. it or if I'm gonna actually tame it and curl it or straighten it that takes a lot of effort so 
Right. <sighs> it's it's a lot. And then I do have a make. Well, you can start small again. You yeah. can say every every Monday and Friday I'm going to dress up or every, you know, every Friday you can, you know, start yeah. small. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have, you don't have to jump right into every day. Yeah. Especially now that you have a child. Another one of my um things that I just thought about cuz my brain is tired, but I so for Christmas and I was telling Um, our friend group about it is that I've kind of been like slacking on like my practice, you know, Um, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I didn't even put up my like Yule altar this year, which is very unlike me because the Yule altar is usually my like second favorite after the Samhain altar. I did get a Yule log Mm -hmm. and I light candles for Yule log and I made those candles. And I know I said all that stuff in that episode and I did do all of those things, but that was like one day. Um, (laughs) but like James got me a bunch of really nice stuff and my friend Mindy got me a really bunch of really nice stuff and my sister got me a bunch of really nice stuff and I was like I think like the universe knew I needed like a kick in the butt to like be motivated (laughs) on my practice again so that's another kind of one of my goals even if I do like one thing like one thing a week that would be yeah that was another one I put down was um, I wanted to start using the full moon again because mm-hmm. um, I really miss that mm-hmm. again. And that made me feel really good. It makes me feel good yeah. and powerful. And I do want to get back to that um, because I miss it, yeah. you know? Yes. So. And so I, this is going to sound ridiculous to some of you, but um, so you all know I'm a planner journal person and I have one at work, but I think, and my mother-in-law gave me a new one and I think it was a sign because usually People don't buy me planners because they know that I'm very specific about planners, but she bought me one. And so I think I'm going to have two planners. I think I'm going to keep my work planner Mm -hmm. at work and Mm -hmm. there will be like dual appointments in that one because I have to remember like what time to leave and stuff and like my work things because as a special education teacher, half my job is like meetings and paperwork. So I have to have something on my desk. And then I think I'm going to use this other one at home for like Luke like, and I know it sounds like not like organic, but like schedule in, do this candle work, pull your tarot yeah. cards today. <laughs> like, yeah. and then like put my tarot cards in there. Um, it's going to be like an amalgamation of like a doctor's appointments and tarot spreads and light your candles and don't forget to read this book. And yeah. I think that's. Really I love that. I think that's great. I think I'm also going to yeah. journal in it because it's really big. Yeah, go for it. Because I have another journal where <laughs> it's like one of those sentence a day ones. And like, oh, yeah. I have one for our life, like Michael and I, and I did three years in it. And then this last year, it's empty, blank, um, <laughs> because of Luke. And then because I got almost the exact same one for Luke that I keep updated for him. And this is like this tiny little journal. You do one sentence per day. Um, and it's just like, he crawled today. Or he's getting a tooth today. Or we just had a lazy day at home. Mm-hmm. Or you met James today. Like, super easy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's great because it's like one little thing every single day. That's cute. So I even put reminders in my planner to fill in that journal because I'll forget. And then it'll That's be two cute. weeks, and I'm like, "What the hell did you do this week, kid?" <laughs> it's the ADHD like, oh, brain. Yeah. It's the ADHD brain. 
So that's great. I mean, it's that's okay. Whatever you got to do. I mean, that was another thing that I learned from my therapist okay. was um, like to-do lists. And she was like, literally write down like everything you do. Yeah. She's like, take a shower, like brush your teeth, take your medication, yeah. um, take out the trash, do the laundry. She's like, if you're only writing like big, big things, like things you consider big things, you don't realize everything you get done, mm-hmm. like sweep make the bed like literally write down and she's like and if you do something that's not on that list write it on the list and cross it off because it gives you like a sense of accomplishment yes so like that really helps me to keep things organized because literally i will look at my journal at the end of the day and be like oh i forgot to take my medication and just like take my medication yes exactly. otherwise i'll forget exactly. like i need to write everything down exactly i'd be like doctor's appointments or mm-hmm. work from this time to this time you know like I'm one of those two. I have to write everything down. Yeah. It's it really helps. It does really help. It really, really helps. And then at the end of the night, you and this another thing that she taught me was anything that didn't get done that day, you can always just write it the next day. And she was like, And you can move that thing for two weeks, but you know it needs to be done. You are doing something about it because you're write, writing it down. It helps to take it out of your brain. Mm-hmm. It helps you to feel more organized. Mm-hmm. It helps with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the day you get to take a minute to be like, oh, this is all the stuff I did. And what do I need to do tomorrow to help you sleep? Because, again, my anxiety acts up when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. Although not lately because my uh, medication has been helping quite immensely. Yeah. I was hoping the Zoloft I'm on Zoloft, you guys know um, would help with, like, ADHD things. It hasn't. It hasn't. <laughs> No, it hasn't helped my it hasn't helped my ADHD. It's definitely helped my anxiety. Yeah, though. which is a testament to different medication medications for different things. But um yeah. oh, my anxiety is freaking fantastic. But I still have like Good. little drops where I'll feel like my stomach drop a little bit, but then like oh, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. bounce back. You know, anxiety is never gonna be a hundred percent gone. I don't think you want yeah. it to be a hundred percent gone, but Right. Um, I think the difference is like I have those drops too. Or those like startles Mm -hmm. and where before it would like send me spiraling like into depression. Now I can be like, okay, like you're fine. It's okay. You know, like I can talk myself out of that hole before I like sink too far into it. Yes. It feels very like, um, like surface level. Yes. As opposed to like deep, 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 like never ending. Um, So thank you. Uh, I'm not on Zoloft. What am I on? Lexapro. Lexapro, that's the one I'm on. I remember because yeah. that's the one my sister's on. Yeah, thank you, Lexapro. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. It's the best. It's the best. Um, well, that's our New Year's uh, bonus episode. This is for December, so you will be getting one in January. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, a podcast goal we are setting for ourselves is to be a little more um, consistent with our schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so we're definitely going to be working on that um but thank you all for being patrons and for being patient with us and for joining our lives um and our lives mm-hmm. the days of our lives <laughs> and joining our live interactions we really enjoy meeting you guys we really do um so um yeah, if you're not part of the tier that includes the live interactions, you can definitely bump up your 
um, patron uh, level. I don't know what it's called. If you would like to meet us. Um, if not, thank you anyway. We, we really, really appreciate you. We do. Um, we appreciate you so much. I can't believe that we even have any patrons whatsoever, mm-hmm. but I'm very deeply grateful for for those of you that are here. Yeah, super grateful. Um, I just hope everyone has a fantastic 2022. I'm going to walk into this year quietly with my hands behind my back, and I'm not going to touch anything. And we're just going to be <laughs> respectful. I hope I hope 2022 is gentle to us all. Um, yes, we're coming at it with the respect and um, cautious optimism and um, hopefully safety. Let's just hope everyone is good for the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, but thanks for listening. We will see you all uh, soon. Yeah, see you all soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. be.